This podcast is a casual conversation about mental health. All topics discussed are based on our own personal opinions and should not be interpreted as professional advice. If you need assistance with your mental health, please contact a healthcare provider. I'm overstimulated. Expect the long-awaited evolution of my brain. But if mentally we synchronize, despite what we despise, there's a chance that maybe I won't go insane. Hi, friends! Welcome to Mental Sync! Welcome to Mental Sync, everybody. It is the only show where, at all times, we have playing through our heads the famous song, I am so sad. I am so very, very sad. I don't think I've ever that's heard from, that song. That's from Scott Pilgrim. No, I didn't know if it was gonna... Uh, you, do you, have you not seen Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? No. Oh. Well... Is it like The Hateful Eight? No, it's not... <laughs> There was a crossword. There was a crossword, the New York Times crossword from like a couple months ago that had the hateful eight as one of the things. And I thought of you. Weird. That doesn't make sense because it's such a terrible movie that you couldn't stand. So clearly the last like three minutes when Channing Tatum pops out of the ground. That was pretty good. And yeah, I thought you would enjoy Channing Tatum being there. I think he's great. Yeah, it was good. Anyway. Well, anyways, um, Today we're going to talk about something really fun, really high energy, really happy, 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 and that is... Intrusive thoughts. Intrusive thoughts, depression. (laughs) Um, Yeah, how's everyone doing? It's fall. It's fall. The seasons are changing. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're like us and you're in the Northeast, you might be seeing the leaves changing. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you're in other places, you might be like, oh, is it fall? I don't know. I'm on the West Coast. We don't have seasons. Not a, I, I still don't know what I would prefer, honestly. There's a part of me that's like loves the aesthetic of the fall. You know, I actually, it's kind of funny. I had a thought about that this morning yeah. when I walked outside and I was like, I thrive in this weather. Like it was yeah. nice and brisk in the morning and then it like warms up to a nice like 65 degrees. See, that's, the, I love that weather, but I can't handle the weather changes. Uh, the weather changes really? just affect my mood so significantly. And we're not talking about seasonal depression today, but, you know, it's a bit of a... Yeah, uh, I, the, I definitely have the... depression the, as a result I get the of, winter uh, blues yeah. seasonal depression-wise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the moment it's cold and we can't go outside because there's so much snow on the ground, I'm like, mm, what is life? <laughs> For me, it's when it's winter uh, and it's freezing cold and, and it's it dark. had snowed. Uh, it's dark. Uh, it's 3 p.m. and the sun has set. Uh, and it's <laughs> it, it has snowed, and but it hasn't snowed recently, and it's rained since then. And so it's all Ew. just slushy, gross outside, and you see the grass peeking through. And it's just like a reminder of, like, bleh. <laughs> it's gross. Really? You've thought about that before? You've, My whole you've life, thought yes. about that feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're like, this is, the, this is a feeling. I feel I this. I just thought about that feeling. I've experienced that feeling uh every day from roughly <laughs> october to april uh, of the last 26 years of my life fair but you know today what we're gonna talk about <laughs> is very you know, specifically uh intrusive thoughts in yes. depression and what are know. intrusive thoughts john oh my god i'm so glad you asked intrusive thoughts are uh when you kind of just you, you kind of just catch a glimpse of your brain being like, hey, fuck you today. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. What's where, where did that come from? 
and you, and then you're just like, am I am I good? And your brain's like, yeah, yeah, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. And you're like, okay. And you're walking down the street, and then your brain's like, yeah, you're fine. Like no one else thinks you're fine, but you're fine. And it's like, yeah. what what does that mean? And it's like, oh, well, you know all the things that you're like insecure about. Um, they're true. And it's like, <laughs> and it yep. just comes out of nowhere. And uh, it's this real fun dance that you do with your brain, with your mind. Um, or if you're like me, you don't do the dance. You're like, you're right. Fuck me. And then you're just <laughs> sad. <laughs> you're like, you're like, this yeah, is the worst. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I've definitely built up a good enough defense where it's a little bit more of a dance where my brain will be like, yeah, you're thinking all these things. And I'll be like, okay. no, I don't think Fair. so. Fair. I don't think so. And then your brain's like, prove it. And then you're like, well. <sighs> yeah. I, I definitely, I can agree that I've, I've, now I can recognize those thoughts. Sure. But I used to not always. Like, I feel like, and still I instantly, in the moment, will be like, yeah, you're right. But then it takes me a moment and then I'm like, okay, wait, never mind. Never mind. You filthy liar. Liar. <laughs> like, yeah. So that's, uh, so... In, in breaking that down of, like, what that means, what intrusive thoughts are, how to handle them, how to tackle them, I know one thing we both wanted to talk about today. It's one of the, the biggest things that I think I personally uh, have – well, sorry, that we've both learned. But for me, it's something that – my favorite thing that I've learned uh, is the idea that you are not your mind. You and right. your mind are two very separate beings uh trying to coexist and it's really hard to not identify as your mind but do you want to start getting into that or do you want me to get sure. into that? i'll get into it so get i guess it. i guess like the biggest thing is it is it is a relationship at the end of the day like you have to be like mind and body need to coexist but they obviously as we've just stated they don't equal each other um and i think the reason this is important is because I think we can get so caught up in like these intrusive thoughts and just the way that our minds are thinking that we, we kind of like, it's like a snowball effect. We go from like, oh my God, like the world's ending. My life sucks. Like this is all happening. I'm so sad. There's all blah, 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 blah. You know, those like terrible negative thought patterns. Um, and I think to understand that like when those are happening, there's typically something going on behind the scenes. Like, it's not necessarily, like, it's not true, first of all. Like, none of it. It's all exaggerated nonsense that your brain's just creating because you're frustrated and you have to learn how to cope a little bit better. Um, but I think it's easy to get kind of sucked into those those moments of, like, yeah, this does suck. My life sucks. My job sucks. I'm miserable. Nobody loves me. I'm ugly. Like all those terrible intrusive thoughts that we get. Um, and being able to be like, like I said earlier, like one of the things that happens to me is I get those thoughts and I immediately like, yeah, true. But now I'm learning to be like, oh, wait, <laughs> no, like right. you don't have to succumb to these thoughts that are kind of like popping up in your head that don't seem necessarily positive. And it's really hard to recognize them depending on what you're going through at the moment. But um, to be able to separate your mind from like your being is important. And I guess a way I can relate this to something I've learned was when I was in therapy in high school, I had a therapist who said to me, like, no matter what anybody so let's pretend that anybody is your mind in this scenario. No matter what anybody says to you, 
you still have infinite human value. And at the end of the day, these facts about you don't change. Like for me, I am still Emily. My favorite color is still green. I still work at a hospital. I still live in Massachusetts. I like all of these core facts that make us like what we are and who we identify as don't change just because we're having these thoughts. And he obviously told me this in relation to like people because I was going through something with with somebody who I was constantly feeling like I was getting beaten down on and like just really frustrated. And he the reminder was like, hey, like you still like despite what anybody else thinks of you or what's going on in their mind, you still have infinite human value. You still have these facts. You still are this person. And it doesn't change anything just because these they're projecting their own thing onto you. And I think it's really good to be able to apply that to your mind and be like, this is all in my head. Nothing has changed yeah. about me. There's just something going on like behind the scenes. So Yeah. And and it's so hard to to like it's such a hard thing to really understand because obviously when you have another person in your life like a separate being being like putting you down, telling you these things, it's it makes a little more sense. It's easier to understand like that's a different being. They don't get me. They don't understand me. They're not in my head. Right. Trying to apply that same logic to your brain is tough because you know it it feels like like the idea that you are not your mind separating like you were saying your mind from your being yeah remembering that you know your brain is having a, a bunch of chemicals going through it that are putting certain thoughts to the forefront you know when you're having a depressive episode those thoughts come to the surface much more frequently and it's the idea of recognizing that that is a physical symptom in the same way that, right. you know, you, you fall, you break your leg, your leg is hurting. That is a physical symptom of something that is going wrong with you. But you, as a being, as a person, are not a person with a broken leg. You are not, like, that is not who you are as a right, being. that's not how you're like identify. Like that's not your identification. Right. You are right? a person that is going through a broken leg. You are a person right. that's going through a depressive episode, but you are not necessarily a depressed person, or at least like you can't give credence to the the depressive thoughts that are popping into your head, coming to the forefront. Like you know, I you you are not that person. You are. And it's so hard to navigate because it's your brain. It it's not It's not your leg. And so doing the mental separation requires the tool that is physically a little broken, having a hard time not right. broken, but, you know, having a time. And, uh... and I think, too, like one of the other things we had talked about when we were discussing what we wanted to talk about for the podcast is is along the same lines of like you're not your mental illness, right? Like you're it's pretty much. I think the reason we wanted to kind of separate them is because, yeah, sometimes we get stuck in our own head with these like intrusive thoughts and just kind of things that are coming up. Um, and that's kind of like, OK, that's in my mind. But I also know people and I've done it myself when you get stuck in, oh, well, I have depression. I have ADHD. Mm -hmm. Like this is who I am, which I am still very guilty of. I will be like, oh, I have ADHD. I it's just going to happen. Constantly. Yeah. Constantly. But to be able to separate those like those things and be like, all right. Yeah, I have ADHD. I'm navigating the symptoms of it. I'm learning my own brain and trying to be better at whatever I'm doing. But I am not 
my ADHD and labeling yourself as like, I am my depression or I am this or getting stuck in those patterns is going to lead you just down the rabbit hole even further of being stuck in those thought patterns and just, it's not going to be helpful. So I think a way to cope with that is to kind of recognize those thoughts, which takes active Oh, it takes a lot of work, but it's an active process that you're doing daily. Like every second of every day when something pops in your head to be able to sit there and be like, all right, so here's this thought. Let me sit with it for a second. Is it valid? Most likely not. Is it something that's productive? Most likely not. And then how can we tell ourselves that that's not true? I think it's just a reminder to yourself when that's happening. Okay. I'm stressed about something or I'm sad about something or I'm anxious about something which is causing X, Y, and Z. And now let's find the root problem. Like, let's try to find the root cause. And I I mean that on a broader spectrum, not like, you know, the little, you might have these intrusive thoughts that come up just randomly, but I mean, like, if this has become a pattern, like Mm -hmm. to be able to learn that this is a pattern and to kind of like actively combat those thoughts, I think is important to be able to like separate your mind from your body or your mental illness from yeah. yourself if that and, makes sense it's so hard no, to explain it does. well because the the process of um for lack of better wording the, the process of processing uh these emotions it's especially hard because like unfortunately it you you maybe can get better at it after you build the tools but trying to do this mental work while your brain is going through something like that sometimes it just doesn't always work i I would even say it often doesn't work and so for me what has helped has been um remembering that you know because sometimes like if i'm having a depressive episode and i'm thinking these thoughts of like oh i'm not good enough at my career i'm not i can't i don't have the discipline for like my physical health that i want to have then I, I start doing that next step, which is like, well, let me think, does this have any credence? But the problem is I'm having that depressive episode. So then when I start thinking logically, I'm like, yeah, I think that is true. And then I start following into the like, oh my God, it's logical. Like yeah, it's you're... not emotional. Yeah. And sorry, what I just want to say is what has helped me has been recognizing that being in the middle of a depressive episode is not unless you are good at it unless you have built the tools it's not a good time to try to rationalize because you are going through something extremely emotional uh and you know for me what has helped and and i've kind of given this advice to a couple of my good friends has just been saying like i am going through a depressive episode like i know i'm depressed i know i'm 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 not feeling like myself right now And so what I know for a fact, what I know logically is that however I'm feeling right now, the reality is at least a fraction more positive than this. Like, you know, that's not to say even if, even if there was some logical credence to, you know, what I'm thinking, what I'm insecure about, even if that's true, my depressive episode is making that feel worse. And so it's just, it doesn't make sense to try to rationalize that and work through that because there's no way to look at that objectively when you're in yeah. the middle of, you know, dealing with those thoughts. And Which, which is why I would not argue, but add to that as like, 
learning how to combat these thoughts when you're not having a depressive episode is key to being able to do it when you are one in those percent moments so being able to you practice to, yeah. that like positivity or that just like reminder to yourself like hey this is just something that's going on in your daily life when you're not in having a moment i think is really valuable to being able to be in those moments of having an episode and being like all right let me take a step back for a second and at least just like center myself ground myself and like figure yeah. out what's going on um and not like figure out the big picture, but just like figure out how I can help myself yeah. in that moment to like move well, forward. Because, and I, you know me, I love, I love to compare, you know, mental, not to say mental injuries, but mental illnesses and mental struggles to physical injuries and struggles, because I think they're, it's super similar in a lot of yeah. ways. If you hurt your back, you're not going to then go, oh, I'm going to go to the gym now and make my back right. stronger. No, you got to rest your back, my dude. You, you can yeah. recognize once your back is healed, once whatever part of your body is healed, make then you can go to the gym and make it stronger so that the next time your back hurts, there's a little bit more of a, a cushion there. There's a little bit more of like, a, okay, I hurt my back, but before I hurt my back, I've been building up my strength and my muscle, and so I will be able to recover from the injury faster. Absolutely. Um, and when your back is hurt, you might be able to perform more higher functioning tasks than had you not been strengthening it when right. you were at more of a peak of health. And it's, uh, it's, it's just as much about knowing when it's not the right time to do active recovery. Like, I mean, recovery can mean doing physical work or it can mean cutting yourself slack. And it's just a, a process of knowing and learning how to recognize when one or the other is absolutely <laughs> the move when, when when it's just the the technique you have to use absolutely so i guess the next part of this is kind of like we kind of got into a little bit but like what do we want to do about this like how do yeah, we do want do? to combat this or like what is our advice i guess what to do? moving forward with this and i think it's important like we said to practice it um, and to kind of figure out maybe the root cause, like if these things are coming up and they're like very distracting, but it's not like you're in the middle of like a depressive episode, I guess it's mm -hmm. also like, okay, what's going on that's causing me to kind of have these crazy thoughts that are like bringing me down? Like what, yeah. what could potentially be a stressor or something that's been upsetting or anything that could potentially cause your brain to be in a space that's like just not a hundred percent healthy. Um, and I think that's like, for me, the biggest thing that's helped me in those moments. So I don't know if there's anything else that's like helped you if you want to, if you have anything to talk about with that, but yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of saying it earlier, but, um, my, my go-to thing is definitely realizing like, okay, I am not it, like, I have some stuff to figure out here. Uh, but I am not in a mental place to do it. And just recognizing, like, I think I need to turn off my brain because it's just not, like, I know that the, if I'm recognizing that the more I think about it, I'm seeing those patterns of, like, oh my god, logically, rationally, I'm realizing that I am a complete and total worthless piece of shit. Then I, I'm like, <laughs> okay, right, no, right. no. Because it, it it gets that way sometimes, unfortunately, where like and, and I'm I'm trying to make it so that I don't reach quite that point of like mm -hmm. 
entire life crisis before I realize I'm doing okay. Like I'm fine. I'm doing yeah. my best. It's all good. And um, weirdly, and I want to be careful saying this, but like there's definitely a part of me that has learned to kind of like, I'm going to say it the wrong way first, but like lean into the sadness, lean, lean into the depression. What I don't mean is continue to let myself spiral, but like more so let myself feel your feel feels and realizing, yeah. realizing that I'm first of all, recognizing, okay, my thoughts are not rational in the sense where I shouldn't like believe them and take them seriously. However, that doesn't mean that your thoughts you should push them down and ignore them and oh bad thoughts don't don't you know there's a degree where that can be healthy of like okay let's not think about things like that but sometimes you're just realizing like sometimes what i realize is what i'm feeling is sad and low energy and it's helpful for me to have those feelings in a more controlled context such as watching a sad sappy rom-com right you know recognizing what i need to feel is sad but well, what I, I should think... do is remove myself from the context of it being about me. Yeah. And I, I was going to say, even even if it is about you, I think what you're talking about just in general is acknowledging your feelings and being able to be like, okay, like, let me feel this because clearly it's something that my body is trying to express that I'm yeah. feeling. Um, but also being able to either, even if you can't do it, maybe tell somebody who can like bring you back to reality and be like, uh, I need to get out of this funk I'm in because otherwise I'm going to stay in this spot and I'm going to essentially enable myself. Yeah. So, and that's hard to do too, is sometimes to it's admit those things that are going on. Um, but I think that that's like really valuable as well. And, and another thing I'd like to add too is, cause I know I've said a lot about being like in the moment, like when you're experiencing these things, why don't you just combat them or like practice outside of like being, if you aren't having like a depressive episode or whatever. But I think a big thing too, is to practice that like self-love and self-gratification every day, regardless of what's going on in your brain, yeah. to be able to like value yourself and like what you're doing and have compassion for yourself and just feel that in the moment. I actually saw this, um, it was actually a TikTok and I actually saw it last night, funny enough. Um, but the exercise was, imagine you're sitting in a room and someone who you really care about and love and admire walks into the room and they sit down in front of you and they tell you, I love you. I'm proud of you. You're okay. And you're doing a great job. And to feel that and how that feels, imagining that person that you love and care about, like telling you those things, because it feels good to hear that from someone you love and you care about. Yeah. And then he says to kind of take it, take your hand and put it on your heart and to tell yourself, I love me. I'm proud of me. I'm doing a great job. And I'm okay. And to sit with that feeling, but from yourself, like you're giving yourself that, that value and that acknowledgement. And like, we all go through so much every day. Like, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Life's a lot. Like, Life's we're lot, all man. trying to navigate it, you know, and to be able to sit down with yourself and have that compassion and that that understanding that like, hey, I did the best I could today. Like, let's try again tomorrow if it wasn't up to par or just even like the small victories, celebrate all of those small victories being like, hey, oh, this was a sure. good day. Like I did what I needed to do. Maybe I didn't get everything I wanted to get done, but I'm proud of myself. Yeah. And I think being able to do that outside of 
just every day is like maybe like a three minute little like exercise for yourself is just sitting there feeling like I'm proud of myself. I'm doing the best I can. I'm okay. Everything is good. It's just helpful. It's almost like adding another tool to your little toolbox of things to do to help yourself when things kind of go awry. So I think that's important too, as a way to kind of combat it. Like it's almost like, it's like preventative care. Preventative treatment. Preventative care, yeah. (laughs) And it's really hard to do that because I, on paper, fully 100% agree. Like, you've got to do that. Absolutely. And I found myself thinking this, like, this weekend, actually, where I, it's hard to not feel silly. It's hard to not feel silly looking at yourself in the mirror and going, I love you. I fucking love you. Because, I don't know, in my mind, I start going to, like insecure like the show insecure that's why you need to do it um and and like and i and i love that and i love that she does it but it's hard to not also find it a little funny um and so it's weird to like navigate that but it is important but i think what's my because i just for you being a friend of mine (laughs) um I actually have gotten into the habit because I I need to do it for myself is every day just reminding myself that I love myself and I'm proud of myself. And I actually actively practice this every day. Like, no lie, I do. Um, But what I have to say is because at first it felt the same way to me to sit there and be like, okay, well, you know, but there's a difference between thinking it and saying it out loud for some reason. And you're you thinking that it's like a little like nerve wracking and like a little bit funny is, is honestly just like these nerves and these insecurities that you have yeah. about the way you feel about yourself. So the more you do it and like the more seriously you take it, the easier it's going to get for you to actually believe that and to feel right. those things and feel that love and compassion for yourself. Yeah. And what I was then, what also, you know, I've realized that I have a hard time taking that seriously and I think that's okay. It just means I need to do something that's a little bit easier as like a first step. So what I've realized um, is really good for me, and this is a piece of advice that I really enjoy giving, is to think of someone in your life that you feel like or you know like respects you, looks up to you, like loves you, really like cares about you and thinks a lot of you, whether that's, you know even like a a child or a peer or a parent or someone in your life that you know has a lot of really positive things to say about you and then you go through the little dialogue in your head of imagine asking that person like if if i were to say to you how would that person describe you and they imagine that they were right there in the room with you and i said how would that person describe you recite that and it's really hard to not be like, I think they would say that I'm a really good right. writer. I think they would say I'm too hard on myself. I think that, and like just that slight, and with the eventual goal of being able to say those things about myself, I find it's really helpful to put it in the context. It's so much easier to take seriously the idea that someone you love and someone that loves you would say those things about you. Right. Yeah, that's definitely. Um, I think that's extremely helpful because then that can also move you into that next point. But I think like the with the TikTok that I saw last night, I think it's important that maybe after you do that to just try to say it to yourself. Like, like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, try to make sure that, that you're myself too. Yeah, you should try that. You, let me know yeah, how that works for you, because I, I, I found that since I started doing this and I've been doing this for almost two years now, um, 
because I uh, I had a really terrible um like anxiety situation where I was overworking myself because there was just a situation where I had to, but it put me into this really anxious, like I was having panic attacks all the time. I was like just sad all the time. And I started practicing it then because my therapist at the time had suggested it to me. And what I ended up finding was I wake up every day now and I'm like, today's going to be a good day. I say that this is the first thing I say to myself the second I open my eyes. And what it's done is I've noticed that when I, things aren't going my way, most people are like, oh, well, that's like, you're just not having a great day. And I'm sitting there thinking like, no, I'm just having a challenging day. Like, Ooh. I'm actually having a pretty good day. Like I'm having, I'm in a good mood and I'm not letting these things like affect me. So I'm actually yeah, yeah, just yeah. like, sure, things are going wrong today. It's that kind of a day, but I'm in a good mood and it's a good day. Like I'm, I'm yeah. okay. My mood's fine. I feel okay. And I've noticed that with Victor because he does struggle with that sometimes is that like, oh, it's been a tough day. It's been a really bad day. And like now I, I kind of catch him in the act of saying it. And I'll be like, is it is it really a bad day? Or are you just frustrated? And like he'll sit there and be like, you're right. Like it was actually a pretty decent hey. day. And I just like I'm getting caught up in my own thoughts about this yeah. one situation is bringing me down. So yeah. and I think it's I okay think... to feel like you're having a tough day. But I do agree yeah. with, you know reframing it as like yeah it's a tough day however i am capable of overcoming these challenges yeah I'm, and i think I'm my good. biggest my biggest thing behind that is if you start every day with the intention that it's going to be a great day it changes the outlook of everything yeah. and i think it's really like it's something that's really helped me like change my attitude in the morning too because i'm i've always been like and i still am i still wake up and i'm like I'll be like, oh, it's going to be a great day. But then I'm like, I fucking hate the morning. Like, this is the worst time of the day, <laughs> you know, because like, I'm exhausted and I just am not a morning person. But it doesn't change the fact that, like, I'm acknowledging in the morning that, like, even though the morning sucks for me, it's I'm still going to have a great day. Like, I'm in a good mood. Things are going yeah. right. It's a chance to start over, which I also believe that every moment is a chance to start over. But yeah, I mean, that's why, you know, we, we give all of that. um energy to things like new year's because people love the idea of a fresh start and new year's is a really good time to be like new year new me um and i have definitely something that's helped me has been finding like excuses to put that mindset on like everything like new year's is like that for me my birthday is like that for me the summer is like that for me like seasons like oh starting this season i'm gonna have and just finding more and more ways to like motivate yourself to be like now is a time of change. And I, I've gotten really good at it um, of just being like, well, you know, that sucked in this moment, but I'm changing right now. Like this is going to be yeah. different from this moment forward. And I think that that also helps with like those intrusive thoughts and everything that kind of just like pops up is in that moment. It's like, okay, I'm not going to let this get the best of me. And right now we're just going to start over fresh start from five minutes ago. Cause that sucked. But yeah. I got other shit to do. I want to do X, Y, and Z today. So I'm going to move on. So I think it's really, really important to practice these things regardless of your mental state or regardless of what's kind of like popping into your head. Even if you're in a good mood to tell yourself that you love yourself and that, you know, today's a good day. And I'm... I think especially if you're in a good mood, great, great yeah. opportunity to take that very seriously without feeling stupid and insecure yeah. about it. 
Like, like if you're having a great day, like try taking it. And you know, this I'm also advice that I need to take. <laughs> it's easier to give, but you know, yeah, like especially being in a good mood, I am able to do that when I'm in a good mood. Is just like look at myself and be like, "You're doing all right, man. You're doing a good job." Yeah, this, is, this isn't easy. You're doing a good job, and you look great today. You look great. You look great. You're doing that's great. A, that's a big, not just saying that you look great, but that's a big thing for me that I find is is really just trying trying to be your own best friend, your own ally, your own, you hey, know. Hey, at the end like, of the day, that's all you got is yourself. That's all I got, man. I mean, oh, man, there's just so much value to being able to learn to have that dialogue with yourself and hear your brain and hear the thoughts that your 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 brain being like it's not a good day it's like things aren't happening when you're able to approach that like that is another being like that's one of your best friends you know someone that you're really close to comes up to you and is saying those things what are you going to say to them you're going to talk to them down you're going to be like I'm sorry it's a tough day. You're doing all right. All these external things are happening and that's got to be tough and you're super valid for having a hard time navigating that and coping with that and dealing with that. But that's not that's not you. Right. That's not like and I, you. <laughs> and like to add to that too, like you would definitely tell your friends these things and be like, yeah. hey, like here's what's going on. But But again, like in those moments to be able to check in with yourself every day. How am I doing right now? How am I doing? Like be, just be mindful of what your mood is and what you're experiencing. Or if something happens and you're not sure about how to react to it, or it's like a little frustrating to sit there and be like, okay, let me take a step back. How am I doing? Yeah. How am I processing this? Like what's Span going on? The body, introspect. Yeah. How am I doing? And don't, don't be afraid of answers either. Right. Because, you know, you got to be honest with yourself. Like when when uh, meditating through the Headspace app, one of the things that they'll always say is like scan through the body, head mm -hmm. to toe, think about how everything's feeling, not putting any expectations, not trying to do anything about it. Just wondering, oh, how's that feeling? In. Oh, that's a little bit of pain. That's a little tight. That part of my body feels good. And just checking in and, and being aware. You don't have to try to fix it. You don't have to try to take action, but that awareness leads to so much subconscious healing, like so much, Absolutely. like, oh my God, being aware, like I've had days physically where, you know, I'm like, what is this mood that I'm in? And then I've like reflected for a second and been like, holy shit, my back hurts, my neck hurts. Yeah. And just recognizing that that's what's going on almost separates you from the anxiety of what is it? Why am I feeling this way? I don't know, for me, recognizing that my neck hurts is actually at, at times often I'll catch myself being like, right, right. I'm not just a grumpy person. I'm not. I'm, I'm, my I'm neck like, hurts. I'm, yeah, I'm suffering a little bit, you know, and it separates it from your being a little bit, which is very yeah. important. Absolutely. You're a person so, going through neck pain right now in this moment. Right now. You're but you not, are not your neck pain. You are not your neck pain, my dudes. <laughs> So, I say we're at a good spot to kind of wrap everything up. So, I think John, so too. what hmm. is the first thing we learned today? The first thing that we learned uh, in regards to depression and intrusive thoughts, um, based on just what's like an intrusive thought I'm having right now, it's mm -hmm. I'm just I'm hearing like pet some dogs. You gotta yeah. pet some dogs. It's That's popping the through. One. It's 
Those aren't depressive thoughts, though. Those are good thoughts, and you should listen to yes. those at all times. If you ever hear pet some dogs, uh, 100% of the time, be like, oh, that's, lo- that's logical. That's, that's a the real one. thought. That's what I have to go do right now. That's, like, just I drop what you're doing mm-hmm. and just go do it. Yeah. Pet You and your mind dogs. are separate, but the part of your mind that's thinking pet some dogs, that's you. That's yeah, your being. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. That's how I identify. Yeah. I think the second thing... <laughs> I think the second... Um, point for today is Uh not that you should not pet dogs or do the things in your mind but to not succumb to those intrusive thoughts i (laughs) you lost me a little bit to be clear you are saying we should pet dogs we should pet you the are dogs pro pet dogs pro pet dogs okay but that's the only intrusive thought that we should let like like happen. Yeah. Otherwise, let's keep in mind that you're having thoughts. It's not. It's not you. And it, these are just chemical reactions from your brain. Uh, <laughs> yes. That should be treated as such. absolutely. And I think the third point would be to recognize kind of where these things are coming in. Take them coming from. Take a moment. Check in with yourself. Yeah. See, like, hey, what's going on? Spot. And have some compassion for what you're going through and what you're experiencing. Yeah. And as always. We're proud of you. Oh, man. We love you. Oh, wow. You're beautiful. Oh, so beautiful. And, like, just p- keep being great because you're great and you're doing a great job and it's all okay. And, yeah. you know, that's yeah. it. That's it. Keep doing it. Keep doing what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, we love you. We love you. We freaking job. love you. We freaking love you. <laughs> you freaking freaks. We love you so much. Oh. God, yeah. you look yourself in the mirror right now and you go, I freaking love you, you freaking freak. Exactly. So, or another, that being another said, nice version of that. Well, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. I liked good. it too, but you know, whatever you want it, whatever works for you guys. Yeah, whatever, I yeah. guess. That yeah. was a good one. <laughs> anyway, thank mm-hmm. you for listening. Thanks. We love you, as we've just said. So many times. And we will see you next time on Mental Sick. Bye, guys. Bye. Cool. Okay, are we happy?